Boom. It's time to get Valiant. Number 168. What one, is going on? It's bigger. It's bigger. The one that we've been shooting for. Okay, we're done. Show's over. <laughs> and that's it. That's the episode. <laughs> I'm right on cue. My cat wants to come in, so I'll be right back. You guys oh, man. Wait, do you take your cat out to pee? Most of the ones I know of use a litter box. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> What's happening, Eric? Oh, man. I haven't been feeling the greatest these last couple of days, but you know how it is. The show must go on. The show must go on. And it's always sometimes to get good to get back to the routines. Hopefully get to do the things you enjoy to kind of liven the spirit up, like read some comic books. Yes. And I'm so stoked that we have new comics that we get to read. Um, it's been such a long time. We haven't had any new books. And we're finally getting new books again. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, the... We had Dr. Tomorrow a couple weeks ago, and now we got Quantum and Woody, number four. So we got a book to talk about, and that's awesome. Yeah. And as usual, you know, we will go into full spoilers. So if you have not read this, maybe pause or step away. Or, you know what, just let those dice roll as they may, you know, just hang out with us. Exactly. Yeah. You can We're handle this. We're going to talk on number four today. Um, what was said to be the close of a, a miniseries. So. Yeah. So, okay. Getting into the spoilers just right off the bat. I don't know how to feel. I kind of feel a little bit disappointed. But also optimistic at the same time. Because this was clearly not an ending ending. Right? Like... This was not an ending to the story. This was, this felt like the beginning of a story, really. Well, but isn't that right. kind of how every book of Quantum and Woody kind of feels? Because I thought when Elliot ended the last ongoing, it felt like there was going to be a lot of stuff that they would pick back up on, whether it was the fact that Quantum and Woody were uh, in relationships, there was the whole thing with Unity and Gate. And then that all kind of just like was gone before we even got the first issue of this. So I, I get kind of how you feel on that. I, and, and to actually add on to that, I think like with where the book ended, I'd be really disappointed if they didn't pick up on any of this. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. It almost looked like it was the intention that it was never supposed to be a mini and it was supposed to be, uh, you know, like a four arc story. Um, because it really does set the stone, the, the stage as if this was written just to be the beginning of, of, a, of a, a run. And so yeah. it, it is kind of interesting how they chose to go that route of calling it uh, 404. And yet it's clearly set to be a longer run story. Um, I, I, I guess I would just curious to have the curtain pulled back a little bit about the intentions and the desire or if this was written and they kind of saw that it did well the first couple issues and it they kind of changed the the last couple book the, the last couple books to not resolve the the killmonger story that's going on or is that what they were called kill kill congers or camryager camryagers yeah. not killmongers but yeah one yeah one in the same killmonger six of one yeah. half dozen of the other yeah whatever it begins with a K. And but yeah, just <laughs> try to close out that story. Um, and so yeah, it does seem like it was written to be an ongoing, um, to be at, or an ongoing, a 12 issue Valiant Maxi series. So yeah, and maybe they pick up on it, you know. And and it, one thing that I would say, I mean, we haven't really talked too much about the story, but the creative team on this has been great. Uh, I would be more than happy to see them come back. Uh, I thought everything as far as like writing the art lettering coloring it was all pretty great and mm -hmm. so if we can get more of that if they have if they have the stories to tell that would be awesome you know it just seems like no one really sticks around too long on this i think asmus was like the one who to done the most with it uh with the new valiant right new valiant era, you know yeah I, I think what did he do like 10 issues so um 
Well, he did delinquents. Right. And uh, he did Kwame and Woody Must Die also. Yeah, so he did quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, he's done and quite a bit. The, the first ongoing. Right. So I, I liked his, his so, take on the stories, but I liked what Hastings did the, so far on this one. So, Yeah. So something that we had talked about with, I want to say, both Matthew and Robert, and I could be mistaken there, but I think something that we have talked about with multiple people from Valiant is the idea that we were going to see more stuff like Britannia, where we would get four issues, get a break, and then four issues come back and pick up where the story left off. I remember being told that by a couple different people in interviews. So um, I'm really hopeful that that's what we're going to get here. I really hope that, you know, this was intended to be multiple arcs, just released one arc at a time, as opposed to trying to do a book every month. And I think with COVID going on, everything happening, it makes sense. I mean, even before, I, I would assume if that's the plan, that was the plan before COVID happened. But even now, you know, it makes even more sense with COVID going on to say, okay, here's a four issue story. We'll see how this does. You know, we got the issues out there, see how the trade paperbacks do. Hopefully people are picking this story up. Hopefully people are enjoying it and come back with another four issue run, picking up where this left off. Um, as far as spoilers and the story and everything, I mean, this was a pretty big issue. Um, we got, you know, Woody has been pretending to have new powers this entire time. And Quantum has been training his ass off to try to also get new powers. And he actually discovers a new power in this issue with this ability to basically go into like a ghost mode and he can possess people and animals. So that's pretty crazy. Um, and then uh, there's a big fight with the Kamryagers or whatever their name is, um, the family from issue one. And we end by finding out that it's future Woody sending letters back to present day Woody that was the cause of Woody's supposed powers. From Mars, by the way, too. From from Mars, no yeah. less. <laughs> um, he, he actually looked like a Pete Stanchek a little bit up there, so maybe they were hanging out in a, a Harbinger Renegade, all beard and long hair and hippie looking. Um, With the goat. Where's that, yeah. where's that team up issue at, huh? That would be pretty <laughs> damn interesting, to be honest. <laughs> um, but then we also learned that the Kill, the kill Young, whatever the they are, Common Yagers. They were um, uh, the Apprehension's grandkids. Yeah, so, children yeah. and grandchildren. Yep. So I thought that was an interesting uh, twist to it as well to close it out. I, I, like I really the, like the Apprehension. Yeah. Yeah, they were cool. And and I hope like I hope they pop up again. I mean, they they only would work with like Quantum and Woody because if anybody else had to deal with them, they'd just kill them all off. That maybe they're kids, but um, I was gonna say I really like the sidekick that they gained in this because I mean, so Woody or not Woody Quantum has just been training, trying to figure out a way to push himself to to gain something new, like like Woody has. He becomes like incorporeal or whatever, or like a phantom, and his, but he loses his uh, his quantum band, and the kid that picks it up, and I love the fact that the kid who picks it up basically like has like the easiest way of figuring out who Quantum and Woody are. Like it was like such not detective work to figure out who they were and where they were at. I love that. It, it was like the exact opposite of like something that would happen in a Batman book. Where like Tim Drake would just show up and be like, I figured it out. You're Batman. I did all these things. No, it's just like, they're just really bad at covering their identities. Yeah. Um, I love the, the, um, the possession of the dog. And one thing I want to say, you know, we, we don't talk a lot about lettering, but like that that page when Woody's or Quantum's like, holy shit. <laughs> and it, the 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 way that the, the lettering is done is it kind of covers it up without making a bunch of um, 
like you know with the squigglies or anything like that to hide the square i thought it was really creative it was, it was good stuff yeah that was cool and uh you know, does that kid? I think his name's Oliver. Does he have a left eye? I think he's got his like his little uh, emo cut on the whole time. Don't <laughs> yeah. even know if the kid's got a left eye. It's pretty pretty interesting look to it. Um, it yeah, and then I was noticing that one of the kids had his like projection, or she, the daughter, is it the daughter, or the mother. That's one of the ones where it's hard to tell at times when they were the common yagers were doing their fight, which one was which. Uh, but one of them projects like this huge creature that almost looks Loa-ish looking. Yeah, that um, was the mom. Yeah, the mom. And so I thought that was, I didn't see that in the first issue. So it was a new power that kind of showed up. But yeah, it definitely reminded me of some Loa or, yes, what's in their abilities to where that works. So. Yep. Give me cross number with Shadow Man in no time. Yeah. No, I think that that's cool that this series has brought us some new characters. It's brought us new powers, new abilities, a new mystery with uh, originally the mystery was what's really going on with Woody and his supposed new powers to now what's going on with future Woody on Mars with the goat sending letters to the past. Like, yeah, I think that um, there's a lot going on here and there are a lot of unanswered questions. So that's why I'm saying, like, I don't know how to feel about this. On the one hand, if this does lead to a bigger story with future arcs, I'm going to be really, really happy. If this ends just as this four-issue series, that's going to be a pretty big disappointment. So, um, We did have Matthew on, and it seemed like he was alluding to that they were going to see more of this. And then the very last page basically tells us more to come in the in the future. So... I mean, they, yeah, they say that, but they've said that in a couple <laughs> books recently too, right? When they closed out. In, mm -hmm. uh, so that's happened with uh, Killers. Um, what other ones did it happen with? It happened R Roku. Yeah, pretty much every yeah. miniseries ends with, you know, these characters are coming back. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they can't end it and be like, you won't see this shit again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the end, they're dead. It's over. Hey, we At saw least you it would be that. honest. We know you don't want any more. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I I hope that that um, prediction comes true. I hope that we do see more of these characters. You know, I don't want this to be the end. Yeah, I mean, I I, I dig Ryan Brown's art alone. Just that alone was uh, was good to have, and I feel like that's the right book to have it. It does give it that indie type of look, that flair, but hey, that's a thing that's going on and people enjoy that a lot right now. Um, you know, speaking of his his indie work of um, um, God Hates Astronauts, but then uh, Curse Words, that did really successful in Kickstarter over COVID with the uh, hardcover that's coming out for that. And so that that's something that people like and people enjoy. So, I mean, you could say that it's not the mainstream style, but it's working and it's what's needed to bring new fans in. And it really showed to be really well done um, in this, in this book. Yeah. I think the creative team across the board was, I thought, I think they made great choices all across the board with this creative team. Um, the writing is on point. It feels like quantum and Woody. The art is there. Like it, it definitely, this is quantum and Woody style art. I don't think that you could put this creative team on, you know, like this, this book wouldn't feel right if it was a bloodshot book or a ninjack book, but it feels perfect as a quantum and Woody book. As Absolutely. far as the writing, the style, the art, the coloring, and the letters are there. You know, it's written with those like black boxes of, of commentary. Um, yeah, I, I think that they made a really good mm -hmm. call on each of those um, creators to be on this book. And I have something to bring up after we get to the scoring to talk about what futures to possibly happen to get into some conversation about quantum oh and for you guys. So after we get into score, because I don't want to derail that. Okay. Um, well, I mean, are we ready to score the book? Um, yeah. Is that, is that, uh, I got nothing I've, to say. I think it's a really good book. I think it's a solid book. And 
The only thing that it's not is an ending. So, fact. Like, like I said, this leaves me in kind of limbo, right? Like, if this is an indication of things to come, great, awesome. Then I'm stoked. If this is just, um, if this is where it's going to end, not so great. Then this miniseries is kind of a flop. So it's really hard to know. So I almost feel like this book deserves two scores depending on what's going to happen next, right? He's like, going to score it a year after he gives a score tonight. No, I agree with that, Eric. I was thinking the same thing, though. Like, if this book is standalone, we don't get a conclusion, it's a freaking two. But if this is just an arc <laughs> of a first, it gets a 4.5, right? Like, yeah, like, I feel like if this is all it was and that's all you got, you wasted your money. And it sucks. So I was gonna say almost exactly the same scores. Yeah. To me, this is a this is at best a two point five. If this is it, like yeah. if this is the end, then yeah, man. I mean, two point five. There was some fun stuff in here, um, and the arc as a whole is is okay. But for as an ending, no. All I'm right. sorry, but yeah. if this is arc one of a two, three, four arc plan then okay, I, I'll give you a 4.25 all day long, if not a 4.5, because this is a great setup, right? Like this is this is a really good setup. Like I don't, I don't usually think of a Quantum and Woody as being like a mystery story, but this is a great setup for a mystery, right? Like this, this puts us in a really good position. Um, there are a lot of questions left to be answered, and I would love to see this creative team come back and answer those questions. So, you know, assuming that we get that, then yeah, this is a four, two, five, a four, five, somewhere around there. Cause it is a really solid book. And this, this, this issue is terrible as an ending, amazing as set up for future issues. So it's mm -hmm. hard to score without knowing which it is. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying earlier, I just hate when I feel like this is such a common Woody thing, but like the continuity just kind of gets skipped over a bit, you know, like we just don't get a good enough closure to what happened before. And I really thought that where Elliot Ray Hall had ended the previous series, that was a great jumping on point. Now that said, this whole series has been really enjoyable. My score is going to be a four on it, but I just hope, I just really, really hope that like if you're going to have, you know, things like, future Woody on Mars or you're going to have like this murderous family and you know Dr. Toile I mean there's a lot of things that were really creative about the storyline that they introduced it's going to be a giant waste if we're just like well that's it and someone else is going to come on and they're just going to do their their version of like the world's worst heroes for four issues and, and not worry about what anyone else is doing so that's fine I mean like, I probably think it's an okay story I'll, I'll like it but It'll just feel like we're getting robbed of something if we're not going to sit there and, and just try to build upon what you have already. Agreed. I, I, I agree, because, I mean, with this story, let's say if they did that off of this story, again, there's that point where we're feeling robbed, right? It's now become a two-story then versus being something that's successful to be a 4.5. You know, and, and to, to successfully um, to do this separate arc thing that you've mentioned divinity is one of them um, to mention Britannia is another one, right? They were successful standalone four issue series. That's that's they were, they could have stood alone. They built off of each one in a way to where you got some type of resolution out of each, out of each arc. You got some out of this, but not so much as that. Um, and I may have cut you off, Josh. I'm sorry. I didn't hear your score. I, I was done. Oh, okay. I give, I give it a score. I give it a four. Okay. But yeah, I'm right there. Like I'm saying, like if it's if this is all it is and we don't get more off of this, we don't build off of it, I'm giving it a two. But ultimately I'm giving the story the story a four point two five. I I uh, I feel like we're gonna get more and I feel like it's gonna, you know, hopefully they might do it as the next session and be another number one. But I hope they build off of this. I hope we get more of it, and I hope, like Josh said, I hope we don't get robbed from that idea of the things that have happened here, just within this continuity of this four issue story, uh, let alone the stuff that's happened in the past. So keep, 
keep processing that. And I hope that that's the case. And uh, I hope that we get to see more and, and hearing what we've heard from the guys, um, you know, like when Matthew was on and kind of talked about it and then hearing Ryan Brown's going out and doing interviews and stuff about it. I feel like we're going to see more. It is going to happen. And so that, that made, that leaves me kind of assured on the creative team on this uh, team that's in charge with uh, Heather being the editor, Heather Antos, uh, hopefully going to, make this happen and have it. I know she's got a relationship with those guys. She's known Christopher Hastings who did um, Gwynpool with her, I believe in the past. And so I think we're going to get some more out of it. So um, like I say, I would give it a 4.25 right now. Um, if it turns out we don't get anything from it, the grade drastically goes lower. Um, but so what I was, I saw in the chat that somebody had mentioned uh, something about delinquents too. And so I was going to ask you guys, right? Delinquents too. I think I, I think I know you guys' answers. We all want it, but what if you at simultaneously you had Armstrong doing a Annie Potter Brothers Eternal Brothers uh, story, and then you had a Delinquents too, but it was Faith Archer and Quantum and Woody, and it was kind of like a mix mash of those guys. How do you think Faith would work in with these dudes? Um. I think she would I, take it a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that you need... Well, what I liked about um, the delinquents, the first one, was that you had two characters that were um, serious, right? And you had two characters that were goofballs. Um, so but couldn't you if, argue if that faith is both of that in one person? Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, if if you have faith instead of Armstrong, because Armstrong is just a goofball, right? Like, he's all goofing off all the time. Whereas, <clears throat> if you replace him with faith, then you don't quite have the same dynamic, but you still have a total goofball in Woody because Woody's always going to be a fuck up no matter what you do with him. Um, and uh, so I think that the dynamic is still there. Um, and I think that you could have a lot of fun with it. Um, Faith also brings some different powers to the table. So that, that does some things. And she also has her own kind of continuity that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. And I would also love to see more of Faith and Archer. So, if we got a delinquence that was um, quantum Woody faith and Archer, I think that there's a lot of possibility for dynamics there. I think that you've got a good opportunity there to have some, um, <coughs> some tension between faith and Archer while you've got tension between quantum and Woody, which could make for interesting storytelling op opportunities. So I would be on board. Definitely. You know, I'm, I'm going to um, throw a wild card into that one, okay? Because that's a great idea. But what if it's not just Faith who gets thrown into this mix, but it's also Galad? And maybe you have something where Archer and Armstrong are missing, and two people who care about those people show up, and the only people they can find to help them are Quantum and Woody, you know? Because... I love the fact that, like, Galan has a lot of sense of humor as anybody. So I just think that the the book would just either be, like, really funny because of, like, what he has to do with, deal with or it would just be, like, really, like, a kind of a cluster. But, Can you imagine Galan putting up with Woody? Well, and you start it with an arc or, or a part where Quantum and Woody, the original delinquents are together and they get lost together. And then yeah. it's and then it's you know Faith and, and Galad trying to be like, hey, where are they? They were with you guys last. What the hell? And yeah. and that's where it comes through, and that's why they're there. That would be freaking hilarious. And uh, meanwhile, they're up in Mars hanging out with old Woody, you know, like <laughs> that, just, <laughs> watching everybody and laughing. You know what I mean? That's that the would next just arc, be great. You know? That's how that, they all that should be the next arc. Uh, yeah, and I could totally see Faith of giving the opportunity. Totally sitting down and having therapy with both Quantum and Woody about under figuring out their their stuff. Um, I, I think it could be fun to have that, but 
I, delinquents is i think all of us have loved it i liked it and i i don't know i just i guess i just thought about that when it's like the delinquents but what if what if it's a little bit twisted in a little bit of a different realm well, and you can't uh, have it be the same thing you can't i you know right. I think like that's how you make it a little bit different that's how you make it stand out a little bit more is you just throw those changes into it because otherwise it can sometimes feel like it's like a I mean, could you imagine Woody with, uh, you know, Virgin Archer being like, dude, you got a girlfriend? <laughs> Let me tell you what you got to do, buddy. You know, it's just, it could go funny with Woody in that. You could go so much realms in that, that it would just make it hilarious. And Woody I mean, would, you know, Woody would try to steal Faith from Archer. <laughs> of course and then he would. Woody and Archer would have to fight. Well. That wouldn't be much of a that fight, but the, okay. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be much of a fight. And then Quantum's torn because who does he support? Because obviously Woody would be the jerk, but he's his brother. But in but the thing is, in comic book fashion, somehow Woody would win. Like even though you'd get that moment in the book where it would be like Archer pulls out that fight technique that he's going to use to completely embarrass and disable Woody. Well, he would just pull off like some blast or something. Or in something theory, he would win. He would kick the crap out of Woody, and then Faith would be pissed off at him. So he would lose in that realm. <laughs> Why did you do that? You know I'm. You know you. You should know who I am. You know you I'm not. Trust me. Like yeah. You know what I mean. And so you could play it off of that. So like he wins, but he really loses. And then it's all him about like figuring out how to make that clear that connection. I don't know. I think there's so much that could happen there. And uh, again, going back to this story, I hope we get more of it. Would love to see a, some sort of fashion of delinquents come in, some quantum and Woody in a, another picture within the uh, the realm of uh, the Valiant Universe. So Greg is saying, as a fan, not speaking as a, his, in his capacity as an employee, um, but as a fan, he would rather see Archer and Armstrong come back with their own book as opposed to jumping straight into a, a delinquents book with Quantum and Woody. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely want to see Archer and Armstrong having their own book. I just would love to see a crossover again as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I think since we've had anything with Archer and Armstrong, you know, I want to say the last thing that was like a focus on them when it might have been the Vault of Spirits one shot. That's what so I was about to say. Vault of Spirits or um, Divinity Three, the Escape of Gulag or oh, whatever yeah, it is. The yeah, one shot on that too. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So it's been a, it's been a minute before since we've seen them. So. Oh, we need Gub Gub. We need uh, <laughs> we need their supporting cast back too. Davy the mackerel. I just love. I mean, one of the things I've always like. I've always considered Armstrong one of my favorite characters in the Valiant Universe, partly because of his his puns and his stories and and wittiness with tied into history. Because I love history. And, you know, just like the, I always think of the very first arc of Archer and Armstrong, the Michelangelo theory or whatever it was called when they're in Rome. He goes, oh, that's where me and Mikey used to hang out and drink. You know what I mean? He's just talking about corners and like how he used to pose for, you know, the statue of David. That was actually his body that he posed for. Just the funny things that he talked about. I love just the humor of the history that went with it. And And I think when you get that character who's eternal like him and has that drunken you don't know if he's telling the truth or lying to you um makes it fantastic and leaves for so much to be explored especially with 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 uh archer involved with it too well yeah i mean especially like you know it'd be interesting if we had an archer and armstrong book right now and like with how popular hamilton just became again it would be cool to see like what armstrong's take on all that is where he's like no no i was there like this is just entertainment let me tell you how it really went down you know Mike, yep. Yeah, and then he would give a ridiculous story that couldn't possibly be true. But uh And he'd have a he'd have a song in it though, of all of it. So my favorite my favorite version of Armstrong is actually Ninjak versus the Valley Universe. Um Kevin Porter was good in it, yeah. Yeah. Kevin Porter was phenomenal. <laughs> um that oh that series is so good. I'm gonna go back and watch that again. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I think it's time to watch that again. Um, but I just, I just hope that we get more Quantum and Woody. Um, delinquents would be awesome. Um, but uh, 
I know that there are, are rumblings of Archer and Armstrong getting a book again, and uh, one of the younger editors working on it. Great, awesome. Hope it happens. Um, and I really, really want more Quantum and Woody. I just don't want this issue from today to be it, and then the next time we see Quantum and Woody is another soft reboot. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, it'd be what, what would be ideal? I mean, I don't know. If, this whole year is just so kind of topsy-turvy with how the whole uh, pandemic's doing, but it would be nice if we had another, like, fallen world to rhyme moment where it's like, okay, we had this this one series end. We're going to get right back at it, though. We're not going to leave these characters on the show for a long time because I think that's one of the things that's also kind of hard, too, is that sometimes you read these stories, we like them so much, these little miniseries, they end in a way where you're like, okay, cool. I can't wait to read this again. But when do I get to pick that up? You know, and I mean, like, like for me, like Incursion, I thought had such a great ending. It was such a great series too. But it just seemed like there's something there that we're just waiting to still see. There's still another part of the story to go with. And there's nothing, you know, still there's nothing about what's going on with Galad and Tama. So I do hope with this, I mean, like, I understand that they have to make things work. Publishing is like a puzzle where they've got to make things fit. They only have so many pieces. But at the same time, I just think, please don't make us wait on this stuff. You know, like if we have to wait like two years, there's just a lost opportunity, you know? Yeah, I think that's the tough thing, though, too, like when new creators come on board with Valiant is, you know, as fans, we want to see every new story working as a continuation of what's come before. But not every writer comes in and says, okay, I want to play with the toys that the last writer played with. They'll come in and say, you know, I'll take these main characters and then I want to add my own stuff, my own mythos, my own whatever. And I get the the impulse to do that as a creator and I get the why editorial would say, yeah, tell the story that you're most passionate about because that's going to result in the best story. It's just we as fans are sitting there going, but continuity, you guys, but continuity, right? So that's a really hard line to walk. But that's what makes it beautiful. (laughs) When it works, and that's why I love Dr. Tomorrow so much. Okay, this is a Quantum and Woody episode, but you guys, Dr. Tomorrow is so good. (laughs) Yeah, And that's why I'm talking about it as, you know, like, can Dr. Tomorrow be the new the valiant in a way because it's so it does such a great job of making the valiant universe feel small and connected but while also expanding the universe and and adding new stuff to it new toys to the sandbox as it were so no i just hope i just hope quantum and woody continues in a direction that does the same thing you know, yeah. and that's why it's so fun to talk about another delinquents because we want to see that small interconnected version of the Valley universe. We want to see the characters crossing over with each other and, and involved in each other's lives. Um, but yeah, I mean, if we could get an Archer and Armstrong book on the shelves and a Quantum and Woody book on the shelves, I think that's a win. Yeah, and I think that's one thing I like about continuity is when things happen, just small crossovers that happen, like when. Uh, the Kamen Yagers, uh go to the Senate, right? And just have that mention of like, did you hear about that attack that happened on the Senate this week? You know what I mean? Or, you know, just something like, you know, Ninjax and MI6 and they mention it or something in England about something that happens there. Um, I just think that there's cool realms that could happen. But talking about books and whatnot, the images um, that were talked about last week when we got to talk with Dan Abnett, about Rye number six, we got to see some of those in previews at the end of this book. And yeah. those Legionnaires that he was talking about, which gives you so much hints of Britannia, which are amazing because of the first two arcs that uh, Juan Jose Rip did with them. God, that looks beautiful. And Rye still, you know, still a sweet spot within the, uh, the books that are out with Valiant right now. Yeah. And so I still want to know what the hell's going on with that book. Cause it just like, that's what an opening. You know, like that's so totally different than what we've been seeing with the series. But 
I do think it's like the best book that Vine's doing. It's and if it isn't, it's it's gotta be up there in the discussion. But oh, that art's so good, and I I hope that book comes out soon. Yeah, um, I was checking it out and reading a little bit of it, and then I was just like, you know what? I don't really want to read too much of that preview because I just I just want to read it when the issue comes out because I already know I'm gonna love it, right? Like. I don't need to read the preview to know that I want to read it. Oh, August 19th is when it goes on sale. Oh, man. Yeah. Too I far away. I think you have until tomorrow or something, or the 10th. Um, I know Greg is in the chat. Maybe he'll let us know. But uh, to get your final pre orders on that, or like this week, I believe, to get your final pre orders for Rye and the uh, trade of Rye. So you know, I will I will buy uh, copies for everyone on this podcast if like Valiant put like a blurb of something we said on that trade. I'm just saying, you know. Oh, absolutely. Mm. We're as cool as any review site, right? That's right. <laughs> you can't as easily copy and paste our our words, but we aren't we aren't as I mean we're not biased at all with the title of Get Valiant, but nope. you know doesn't no. matter. <laughs> <laughs> make it so good people be like oh these guys must know what they're talking about they really like it it's in the name right they get valiant and they get valiant and we stay yeah. valiant yeah and we get it right <laughs> yeah um so i'm gonna admit uh greg asked in the chat if we if we talked about the new compass points so i'll admit that when i was seeing the um preview for rye i just kind of closed the book because i didn't want to I, I didn't want to read the rest of it um, so I did not take the time to read the um, compass points where Dan Abnett talks about uh, Rye. Yeah, so now I'm going to have to go back and read that. Um, we mostly just uh, talked about the issue so far. So, damn, now I feel like I missed out. Uh, hold on. Well, I know why I didn't, because I have two different PDFs of Quantum Woody 4 review copies. And my early review copy doesn't have it. Hmm. Yeah, the review copy that I read has it. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just didn't I'm read it. I'm off the one that I wrote the review for like about a month ago or whatever. And yeah, Greg, we're not Comic Watch. <laughs> But that just uh, sounds like that could be anybody who doesn't even like you know care. I mean, come on, <laughs> Valiant Watch. That sounds way better. I'm just saying. Yeah, Valiant Watch is great. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. Um, but we uh, now I got to go back and read Compass Points. It's uh Dan Abnett talking about Rye, and Rye is the best. And for anybody who missed the episode. Definitely go back to our previous episode when we talked to Dan Abnett. He was an absolute joy to talk to. Oh, yeah. Like, if that doesn't get you excited for Rye and the potential and his enthusiasm of of, of, uh, of staying valiant. Yeah. See what I did there? And uh, I think it was great. Um, I, yeah, a pure joy, absolutely so. My biggest thing I've been saying for a long time um, is that we need Dan Abnett on more Valiant books. And uh, he seemed open to that possibility. So that's exciting to me. Does that mean that there's definitely going to be another book written by him? No. But, but it um, should. <laughs> we want it. I would read <laughs> the crap out of that book. Um, yeah, I definitely hope that we get uh, Dan Abnett writing in the current, the present day Valiant universe. I would love to see him writing. Oh boy. Give him, I mean, he's already writing Galad. Give him an Eternal Warrior book. Um, I bet he could knock that out of the park. Give him. I, I like him in space too. So let's just say a Divinity I, book I, I or something. Say, you know, I mean, it's kind of hard to like kind of fanboy with him when we were on with, the, with him during our interview. But he's done so much great cosmic stuff for Marvel and DC. 
whether it's Guardians of the Galaxy, Legion of Superheroes, and if, and I know that Valiant's kind of a smaller publisher right now, but man, if you could give that guy like free reign to to build up a cosmic corner of the Valiant universe, and maybe it's Exo Manowar going out into space or something, maybe it's Divinity exploring some stuff, maybe you're doing stuff with Marines or you know, the vine or just silos create from that silos. Yeah. I mean, it's just like that dude, that's like his bread and butter, you know, it's like yeah. sci-fi stuff, cosmic stuff. And, Oh, I just, you know, like I said, we could, I think you could fanboy over like what he's worked on mm-hmm. so easily and like what he could possibly do. Absolutely. That, it, that It's almost like, why are we not going to not have that? But you know, at the very least, we get Rye, and Rye is great. If if something else happens, that'll be awesome, too, and I'll have my fingers crossed for it. But there is that little bit of me that's like, man, put that dude on these books. Like, that's the dude that can, like, follow Matt Kent on Divinity stuff. I really do think Yeah. I've thought about that before, like, how difficult it would be to bring another person on to write Divinity after Matt Kent really creating a very specific voice for that comic. And I bet Dan Abnett could pull it off. I'd be willing to, I'd be willing to put down money that he could pull it off. Um, but yeah, Scott's saying there are a lot of characters he'd like to see come back. And and that's why not to harp too much on, on my personal pet idea, but that's why I think doing a unity book where the team rotates and the only consistent character is Capshaw. That's why I think that's such a good idea. Because hey, so, I was gonna say, Greg just threw it to us in the chat. Who are the top three you'd want to see come back? Okay, so we've got Bloodshot on the shelves, we've got Exo on the shelves, we got Rye. Um, we know Ninjak and Harbinger are coming, so those don't count. So, <laughs> those don't count, <laughs> right? Because we already know that those are coming. So top yeah, I mean, three, we know, other than we know those, there's Shadow Man coming. We you know, know Shadow Man's it. coming, right? Yeah. There's already been rumblings of Archer and Armstrong, so they're out of the conversation. So knowing that, knowing that those <laughs> characters are already having stuff worked on, the top three, I mean, the first one that jumps to mind for me right away is Galad. Like we definitely need Galad. Then I would say Divinity, and then rounding out my top three would be Killers. And I know that's not one character, but I don't care. That's my top three that I want to see come back. Go for it, John. Um, so I guess I'm going to get more in specifics, right? And I'll, I'll change this and go with uh, top three villains that I would like to see come back or portrayed you know, in that realm. Um, I would like to see... One of them is within one book, uh, the Alpha and Solomon. I'd like to see something, some type of resolution within those two um, or ongoing connection with uh, with those guys, uh, Alpha and Solomon. And then uh, I'll double up and I'll say four, but they're kind of one. And that was get get the Omen back in and Rampage back in the mix. So, yeah. Man, Just try to change is- it up a little. My list is so much like Eric's because for me, it's like the first thing I want to see back is Divinity. He's just such a cool character. I know it has to be a little bit special. Again, you know, Dan Abnett is that guy that's got the skill, I think. Mm-hmm. But definitely something with the character. I, uh, I just think that's it's too great of a, of a idea to not use it. Second would be Galad. And three would be Archer and Armstrong. And, I'm, and I base those that's ones cool. just on the fact that I don't know other things happening like i know that we're gonna get ninja we've seen the little image we've seen the harbinger image you know we got savage coming up we've got shadow man um but man like you know galad and the archer and Archon, those are some of my favorite characters at valiant and i'll gladly read the stories i've got already but i want more uh, especially galad you know and but again divinity man he's just such a cool character and I just feel like you've only scratched the surface of, of his potential. Yeah. <laughs> Fitzy would wreck killers on his own. <laughs> I mean, I would read that story, 
<laughs> I don't stand by that. Yeah, yeah. I you know, I I but that's the thing is there are some quality characters when you get to it, right? Um, and that's that's where like I I I've hear Valiant fans have talked about it, and I guess we need to show that within the cells of that we would we could support 10 books out at a time, right? And so that 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 that's numbers and that's cells, right? That's we could say that all day long, but until it's you know showing that we can really support six books, five books, um, that that's not a possibility uh, realistically. And so that needs to have something that happens. And so that's the importance of getting the books, buying the books, um, you know, making sure that you're promoting. I mean, going get setting up your pool list and uh, helping these shops out get more of these, and uh, doing what you can as as you know doing your part of buying them, right? And so. Um, that's, I say that because I want 10 books and that's the way to, that I believe that I would see that value would produce that. Um, yeah. and so that's, that's why I say that it's because of my greed and my want of having more of these guys out on the shelves all at once. Because when you say three at times, you got to say, okay, which three do you put on the shelf though? You know what I mean? Which, which three do you, which three do you put, you know, you take off the board cause you're putting three on the board. Um, and so that's just kind of where I, where I sit within that. Well, and that's what Josh was talking about a little bit earlier is that there's, there's that puzzle that, um, the powers that be a Valiant have to put together, right? Like you only get to put so many pieces on the board at once, which pieces do you really prioritize, you know? And that's not an easy thing for anybody to do. I can't imagine. But, um, but to your point, Hoosier, I think this is kind of something we've been harping on for the last few issues or issues for the last few episodes of get valiant. And I think it, it does bear repeating, go to your local comic shop, set up a pull list, support the companies, not just valiant, obviously as big valiant fans ourselves, we want to see people supporting valiant, but go pre-order the books from the creators and the publishers with the characters that you want to see on the shelves because that's what's going to speak, you know, especially at this time right now, local comic shops really could use your support and the companies putting out these books, I'm sure could really use the support as well. So hopefully people are, um, you know, understanding that we're not saying that because it's in our interest because we're not employed by Valiant. We don't get anything if you go out and we buy their books. Out of all of it. Yeah. We get we get review copies. We get we get digital review copies so that we can make sure even if we don't get our books right away, we still can talk about them. You got a really um, cool poster behind you though too. Come on. Yeah, I got the standy. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. That's true. Um, We've gotten some stuff, but well, yeah, we don't free. we don't get not, paid. Not those things have been free, but not my print. I had to pay. But but I think on as our investment, you know what I mean is. The better they do, our our podcast does. The better we do, the books we get to enjoy and love and, and read, and see the characters we we like and we're you know some we relate to, some we love, some we hate. Um, it, it's it's enjoyable when that's the case, right? And um, I, I think that's kind of the big thing is getting these guys on there and giving them a chance to to be on there and getting good stories, right? I think the more that that's the case, the more that stories can be built and brought on. Um, I'm actually surprised that I didn't hear either one of you talk about Amanda McKee on that. Um, I'm surprised you guys didn't talk live wire. That's usually, see, Eric's already regretting his choices. But and, we just and, had live wire, I think. I know like, that that's the yeah. thing. It's it, it, yeah. her last arc is coming out really soon. The volume of that. So we just had her, but she's, I mean, she's awesome. And I'd like to see her come back and, uh, get with the secret weapons team and see where yes. that goes to. Hopefully there's a connection in the Harbinger story to go with that um, to get those guys in together. So, yeah. Um, you know, as I say, oh, I know there's a new, to... new Humble Bundle that's got a couple of um, Valiant books in it. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but there's a huge bundle of um, just like, like lots of comic and book stuff and I think some audio books too. But um, go give Humble Bundle a look. I, maybe Greg knows the name of that bundle. I can't remember, but I just remember it was a ton of stuff. And, and then the Faith YA, the Faith Young Adult novel came out this week. So I don't have a copy of that yet either. Yeah. I mean, that's not my cup of tea, 
but I, you know, want to support. Um, so there's that. Um, yeah, that's something to come out. I know it's a different out of continuity faith story, uh, but supposedly has this, uh, the similar heart to faith. And so that's cool. Be the change is the humble bundle. Be okay. the change. Yeah. I'm waiting for the, the Jake Kingman review of, uh, the faith novel. If he, if he vouches for it, I am on my way to buy a copy. That's what I've been wondering really is like whether that book is going to do better with current existing Valiant fans who already know Faith and her continuity and, and her history, or if it will be better received by people who've maybe never read a Faith comic before. And this is their first foray into the Valiant universe. Cause I could see, I could see existing Valiant fans, um, not being super stoked that the continuity isn't there. But you maybe know, we're think, all too close to it, you know? It's just like, that's what we, we yeah. talked about the Bloodshot movie like that too, you know, where it's like, yeah, we all had our own expectations of what we wanted and maybe we're all, I, I don't know, I, it's kind of hard to say like disappointed, but there's things I wish they had. But then I see lots of people who post about it were like, I don't know anything about the comics. I thought it was a fun movie. So, I mean... Yeah, you got to try to find it here, but... Yep. But, uh, yeah, I think that leaves some good stuff to, to chew on over the week is, you know, what books to get, what books to come out, where you feel with continuity, um, you know, and I think we were all pretty consistent in our score in Quantum and Woody today, and we're hoping for something in the future. Um, you know, let us know in the chat um, or in the comments below what you guys thought of the book. Uh, curious to what your guys' scores are. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, is, like, I'd really like for more people, you know, to hear from other people who are reading or have read um, this current Quantum and Woody arc and see if, if our um, if our take on it is, is consistent across the board, if other people feel the same way. Because to me, like, the quality of that book really depends on whether or not it continues for me. I'm going to consider it a much better, more much more successful book if we get a part two with that right. creative team and that story continues. Mm -hmm. um, but that remains to be seen. Yeah. Make it happen, Heather Antos. Yeah. Come on, Heather. <laughs> we, we want it. So. Yeah. No, we, we definitely do. Um, I think that I think that there's so much positive that was done with that book. There's so much potential left for future stories that I would hate to see it fall by the wayside. Agreed. Agreed. So. Good setup. Perfect setup to get something going to keep something going. So um, yeah, you know, hopefully totally COVID agree. plays. Hopefully COVID plays well, and we could get a lot more books out in the near future. Um, you know, I. Didn't even look up when the next ones were coming out, but we could take a look. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know Bloodshot and Rye are what's coming next. So um, we've got the Bloodshot. Um, I actually think we got uh, the conclusion of Dr. Tomorrow. Oh, is that what's next? I believe so. Yeah, I think it was a quick turnaround from there. But I'll give you that answer in just a couple short seconds. Well, because I know that the next Bloodshot book that's coming is going to be the fully loaded edition of number seven which is awesome because it has a Vin Diesel cover. Uh, hopefully that'll motivate some people to grab it. July 29th, Dr. Tomorrow, number four is the next book out. Okay, um, cool. August 5th, Rye Book 1. August 12th, Bloodshot 7, fully loaded. August yes. 19th, Rye number 6. August 22nd, Dr. Tomorrow, number 5. And then we get into Bloodshot Rye. So, yep. So I, I think I asked this uh, a couple episodes ago, but when does the free comic book day issue drop? It's supposed to be a month long, so it's going to go a month long depending on when the stores get it out. So I think you'll be seeing it. should be this whole month kind of thing. So um, okay. I believe the marketing manager for um, Valiant may know more if they were in the I chat. I think he told us. Um, but I believe it's all month long in July. I just don't remember the exact date when the, the Valiant Free Comic Book Day issue was coming. 22nd. The 22nd. Nine weeks. So. 
All right. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm super stoked for Dr. Tomorrow. I've already said on this episode how much I love that book and um, really excited for the Valiant Free Comic Book Day issue. That's got a Joshua Dysart, Joshua Dysart story in it, from what I remember. Um, Going to have some other cool stuff in there, I'm sure. Um, really excited to see Bloodshot and Rye both coming back. And they're, they're in such a good spot, right? Like that fully loaded edition is coming out of issue seven, which is the first issue of the new arc. Um, books one and two of the current Bloodshot series are out. So you can go buy those two trades, grab the fully loaded number seven. You're all caught up, ready for issue eight to come out and hit the stands. Same thing with Rye. Book one is going to be coming out. You can grab that, read the first five issues. Then issue six will hit the stands shortly after. And that'll be a really great opportunity to, if you haven't been reading Rye, that's a great opportunity to jump into that book. Um, if you're not sure whether you should read Rye and, and how much passion is going into that book, go back and listen to our interview with Dan Abnett or go search out his other interviews that he's been doing. Cause we're not the only ones that had the opportunity to interview him, you know, go search out the other interviews that he's been doing. Um, I got to see a little bit of his interviews with one of the other podcasts that he talked to yeah. and no matter they're who really great, to, but they're not Gabe Valiant. They're not as good as Gabe Valiant. <laughs> We're the best. Obviously. They're really great, but we, we get to pat ourselves <laughs> on the back every once in a while, right? Is that <laughs> uh, uh, maybe news before free comic book day issue jobs. Wow. That would be cool. We're definitely fans of news from Valiant. So well, maybe there's news is news. I like it. Hey. We're ready. I mean, I'm We're on ready. board. Um but yeah. Um overall, I'm glad we got a Valiant comic this week. I'm glad we're getting more coming up. I'm glad you know, I can't we're see wait. the for more ongo or more 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 single issues to come out because my bookshelf is really getting full behind me. I had to resort to buying another one down on the side over here now. Um, so COVID COVID's been well for me in that that realm, but I'm ready for the single issues to come back out to slow down this uh, hardcover collection that's <laughs> costing me a lot. <laughs> so, I've just been yeah. buying other stuff that I there's no valiant books. So I got to buy other books. That's that's weird. Yeah, you know. like what should I get? You know, finally got my collection of uh, Legend of the Geomancer built up. Uh, built up. I had it once before and I sold it. Now I got them all again. So, yeah. I tried to buy a second run of that, and when I lived in my old house, it got delivered to the people who lived across the street, who promptly threw it in the garbage. <laughs> oh, jerks! Wow. But I, I think I'm going to wow. buy mine this time. So go up on the shelf as a hardcover. So. That sounds cool. I'd be interested to see that. Yeah. yeah. I've been playing card games. Are you going to make like a big book of death book or just the Legends of the Geomancer? No, just Legends of Geomancer since it wasn't made in a collection and try to bind the stuff that hasn't been collected um, in hardcover format yet but since the 2012. So that way I could just say I have it all 2012 in hardcover. There you go. So, oh, yeah. Are you going to get Harbinger yeah. Zero in there? Harbinger. Wars two zero or whatever. Uh, I believe isn't that coming out in the hardcover itself? I think that's getting collected. Yeah, I think that's Is getting it? collected in the oh, hardcover. I don't remember. Yeah. So that one, I already have that pre-ordered, so I'm ready for that. So shows how much attention I'm paying to the hardcovers. I'm paying the most attention to the floppies. That's that's where I'm at. Yeah, I love them all because I want them to keep keep producing all of them. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean. I'm I'm really glad we got an issue this week, and I cannot wait for more to come out. That's that's where I'm at right now. Yep. Well, so that's all I thanks got. everybody. <laughs> yeah, thanks everybody for watching, for listening. Thanks, Greg, for hanging out as always, and Scott, connection to the world, hanging out with us. Um, definitely appreciate anybody watching, listening, um, or you know, live. We like in the interacting with people, but uh, if you're watching or listening after the fact, we appreciate you as well. Um, go pre-order your books. It was big, but next week it will be bigger. It'll be even bigger somehow. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, thanks everybody for watching, for listening. We will see you next time. This has been Get Valley number one sixty-eight. Signing off. I am Eric Baumgart.
I'm Josh Rathbun. And I'm Hoosier. And we're going to see you guys all next time. Stay valiant. Stay valiant. What he said. What these guys were talking about. Okay.